Alright everybody, welcome back to another installment of the All About It podcast. It's your main man Bennett back here and again. And with (laughs) me as always is the one and only Ariel. (laughs) That was different. Love it. Trying to spice it up. Put a little paprika on her. Yeah. Put a little pap on that stab. You're taking my uh my advice. Yeah, you well, you got. I get, didn't say anything. <laughs> you got the best advice. Nope. <laughs> best in the biz. So it's your main man Bennett. You know, just hanging out. It's Tuesday. How was your week? It was good. It was mild. It was like the plain plantain chips versus the jerk Jamaican plantain chips. Definitely the more mild ones. You know. So flavorless. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Had a flavorless week. When you're listening to this, we will be driving back from Colorado. That's true. We'll be on the road. Shout out to the road trippers out there. Yeah. You know, it's actually a small part of society. You'd think it'd be bigger. Yeah. There's not there's, a whole lot of road of trippers out there. out there. You know, one and done. Well, you talking full time or are you talking like... Just in general, I think. At a time. I don't know that many people personally that go on a lot of road trips. I don't either. They're you know, just traveling a lot. A lot of airfare. A lot of airfare. A lot of accommodations. Yeah. We're just going to Sedona. Just a little just a little afternoon drive to Sedona from Southern California. It's only about seven hours. And then we'll go up to Durango, hang out in Durango, yeah. Colorado. <laughs> Ooh, the elevation. And see some beautiful things. Hopefully if everything goes according to plan, we'll even see Monument Valley. On the way home, which is where we'll be be driving through when you hear this. That's what we call a road trip. There you go. That's what we're doing. Hope you're doing something cool too this week. Otherwise, hey, you always got next week. Oh, hey, happy Labor Day. (laughs) And Labor Day. Hope it was good. Yeah. Labor Day was yesterday, but actually it's in the future for us because we're, this this program is pre-recorded. Right. Because every program is pre-recorded. When else would you record it? Unless it was live. Could you record it afterwards? No, you could not. Shout out could to George go- Carlin. That's a, that's a George Carlin bit. Go on. Could we go live with this? Oh, definitely. And we will. Yeah. We will. Yeah. We will definitely have, have live, like a live episode. some live episodes. Absolutely. Ooh. I wish They're I could coming. do. God, you know what? I really, the thing that frustrates me the most in life is that I can't do polls in the moment. I can't do a poll right now. No one can see it. You you could. Well, I mean, I could. technically could, but I want responses. I want the instant gratification of the, the yes is, or yeah. the no mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so anyway like if people eat cereal right. out of the bag exactly. or box <laughs> yeah you know we talk a lot of shit on that bagged cereals but you know that box cereal you know what's inside that box it's a bag of cereal <laughs> just a bag and that bag doesn't look nearly as cool if you took the bag out of the box and just put the bag next to the other bag that other bag's got cartoon characters on it the bag you're looking at it's just a clear bag Wait, okay, so the bags of cereal are always so much bigger than the bags inside the boxes the of cereal. Stuff. It's the same stuff. No, it's a value pack. It's the same stuff. It's a value that you buy the bigger one. It's like going to Costco, except you're just grabbing it from the bottom Do shelf. Do you ever pour bonds. some cereal out of your box of cereal, out of the bag within the box? And, and then as you're done pouring, some of the cereal, it escapes from the bag and it enters the box. Oh, can I tell you something? What do you do? I cannot stand that, and all <laughs> all loose pieces must be either thrown away of stale or put into my bowl or into the bag. These pieces of cereal must be accounted for. Oh, I can't stand it. I spent $3.67 on this cereal. 
I will eat all of them. Uh, it's more than that. But if I hear if I hear rumblings between the bag and the box, I'm gonna raise some hell. Well, yo, <laughs> yo, who am I? You know what the what the frick? I'll take that again. Hey, hey, yo, I st- I'm still doing it. I'm still okay. Hey, Adrian. What's yeah. today's episode all about, even? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, it's Rocco. It's Rocco, you know? Rocco? Yeah, it's Rocco's Rocky. Modern Life. Try to watch a podcast over here. Life. What's the uh, cow's name in Rocco's Modern Life? Heifer. All right. Today's episode is all about working out and dieting. Dun, Th- dun, dun. Things that your main man, Bennett, is not very good at. Well, hey. Yeah, you are. Getting better. You have, can I just say... I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to say. I don't know if I'm prematurely speaking. May you? Can I? Can I? May I? But you have lost weight, sir. It's true. I am so proud of you. There's a standing ovation for that. I am so proud of you. I've never seen you work out this hard. And when we were talking about what we wanted today's episode to be about, I was like, let's riff on our current workout routines and... Kind of what we've been eating lately or not eating lately, meal prepping, different things like that. What do you think about working out in general? Because you work out often. Yeah. But like, why? I work out, (laughs) right. Yeah. The main reason for me is energy throughout my day and just endorphins in general. Literally, I I feel the release of endorphins throughout my day. So it just instantly is, it just boosts my happiness and I feel so good, so accomplished. And it's just, it's routine. I don't know life without it. And when it happens to be that way, I am not myself. Well, let's, let's maybe take the listeners back. It hasn't always been that way. Not like what I'm doing now as an adult, no. When did you start Mm. caring about that, even thinking about it? Probably when I was little. I mean, I've always done some sort of physical activity, except maybe going through like my senior year of high school into graduating from Art Institute. So 18, 19, 20 years old, I feel like I was kind of figuring stuff out like life-wise and it was just a you know moving and living out of state and I remember running maybe once or twice in downtown Seattle when I lived (laughs) in Belltown and I just did not work out I would say probably seven or eight years old I started going to like kid group fitness classes at the gym that my mom worked at which if anyone out there knows what the pro sports club is in the Seattle area, that's where I would go. She was a group fitness instructor there and a personal trainer for a long time. So I grew up with like the mindset of doing this is good for you and it's normal to do this and we're going to do it. But I really did enjoy it. There was never a part of me that was like, I don't want to go. Like I really wanted to go to my little like boot camp thing. So what about you when you were little or was that or did it come later for you? Well, I, I definitely did sports. Yeah, I was on the baseball team for six years. Right. I was on a soccer team for about four years, and I did basketball for about five, six years. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like the, I never looked at it like it was working out. It was fun. It was like, you know, you work up a sweat, you're playing with your buddies, you know, messing up. I was probably one of the worst players on any team I was on. Yeah. 
but I don't really consider any form of, I didn't really work out. I didn't work out uh, consistently or really know what I was doing basically until about six months ago. I'm, yeah. thir- I'm 31. There's been times in my life, sure, where I've like gone to the YMCA, gone to the gym, buy running shoes, I go running, but I've never had the commitment uh, to go beyond just a two or three week, you know, really grueling two, three weeks of I'm working out hard, I'm trying to, you know, I'm getting ready for my wedding, or I'm getting ready for this, or I feel like I could lose some weight, but it doesn't, it had never really mm. gone far enough, never really went farther and I've always felt like I was out of shape since I was maybe like 16 I've thought about it I or not thought about it. I knew I was out of shape because I wasn't doing anything kind of proactive like yeah. I wasn't I st- I at 16 17 years old I kind of stopped doing real physical stuff except for going for walks in the woods yeah. <laughs> and going snowboarding hmm. that's basically it you were quite slender when I met you true but like, i was out of shape quite. i wasn't in good shape i was skinny but still flabby as well i had the, it was the perfect combination now i'm not skinny fat now i'm just I'm your main man bennett I'll, I'll i'll knock you i'll knock you sideways right you know it's, right it's been an interesting <laughs> transition transition <laughs> but yeah growing up there was never actually i'm not being 100 percent truthful there was a time where i think i was just really fat i was a fat kid and I, you know, my brother and my dad, they had a membership at the YMCA and I would go with them and work out. But like me working out wasn't the same as them working out. Me working out is like going to shoot around in the gym with a basketball and, That's then, get, good. and then getting on the track and like jogging half a mile. That's great. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's only great if I kept doing that. I mean, no, every day it doesn't. But you might as well do it when you feel like it. It doesn't. Pointless. You don't even, no, not to me. That's like saying you're going to eat healthy on Friday. That's what that that's what I hear. It's like Friday I'm going to eat healthy and that'll be good. And yeah, it is good to eat healthy on Friday. Just like it's good to hold the door open for somebody on a Tuesday. But on Wednesday, if you shut the door and on, on Thursday, if you eat a burrito, it's like the, then that it I, I'm you're robbing from Peter to pay Paul. Right. Great expression. Great analogy. We're talking about right, expressions. You know I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I mean is is. You have to be all in. That was my biggest problem for the past decade of my life is whenever I worked out or whenever I dieted, I was never all in. Yeah. So been all in for about six months. Looking good. There you go. You're you're telling me. The muscles are definitely growing. Got to say. They're trying to work their way into the dictionary. You know, they're just trying to get (laughs) trying to get some definitions going. Oh, trying to get some definitions. Trying to hang out with Miriam and have her go, okay, okay, all right. I'm like, Miss Webster, how you doing? My eyes just rolled onto the floor. (laughs) They're over by the front door. They're like, let me out. Um, What are some things that you do now that you enjoy? Like what what changed for you or what made you start getting consistent? Sure, yeah. I actually wrote down, I have three tricks. Three tricks? My three tricks. And they're real. They're it's this is no bullshit. This is how I've lost twenty pounds in five months. Yeah. Which actually saying that aloud, it sounds like a clickbaity uh, actual YouTube video. It no, sounds, that's real. It sounds like an actual thing. That is thing. so real. It's actually, it's more than twenty now because I was a, I was about one hundred and eighty pounds in March of this year. You know. March or May. March. Mm. March. So 
from March to now, now I'm like, I'm under 160. And it's very, very simple how it happened. Step one, I kind of did a breakdown of my diet and I found things in it that are worthless. And so I got rid of them. So I stopped drinking, stopped eating sweets, basically was a very restricted diet for at least the first couple months. Yeah. The first two months I was very touchy about drinking. I really didn't drink at all. I drank like twice or three times in the span of three months, four months. And I used to drink pretty much every day, more or less, just even just a beer or two. So I cut out that. I cut out the stuff I didn't really care about. And then I learned like just over just a few weeks, I was like, I really don't even miss it. Yeah. Miss that stuff. So other stuff started falling by the wayside and, you know, higher like carbohydrates and stuff. You know, you, you find things to switch out. So the first step is find the things in your diet that you can either get rid of altogether or find an alternative. Instead of a potato, do a sweet potato. Instead of a white rice, a brown rice or a cauliflower rice. You can, it's super easy. And then you'll find that the flavors are the same, the texture is basically the same, and they're going to be better for you. And then after just a little while, you feel better about it. So yeah. that's step one. Yeah. Diet is was my number one. It still is my number one. Abs this, are revealed in the kitchen. Have you ever heard that expression? I, I have. I have. <laughs> well, I got one ab. I got one. See, I don't. I still don't understand. Can you show me later? I got. I got one ab going. Okay. Step two in Bennett's secret sauce method: buy gym clothes. Yeah? Yeah, that was my thing. Love I didn't it. I didn't have anything in my closet that really inspired me to like put on and feel like I'm the karate kid. Will you please describe your current situation? Gladly. <laughs> uh, basketball shorts. Uh-huh. Definitely basketball shorts. If not basketball shorts, cutoff shorts. Mm-hmm. We're going for as close to an 80s camp counselor vibe as possible. Okay. So that's the waist down. That's it. You know, underwear, obviously, and, and, and those uh, shorts. Then... On the top, cut off shirt. T-shirt, you got to cut off the sleeves. Sleeves aren't helping you here. They're getting in the way. Getting in the way of the rotations. <laughs> and it's the, like and the yellow. <laughs> you got you to get rid of it. So shout out Kicking It Tough, uh, my old podcast. I have a bunch of Kicking It Tough shirts. Uh, thought that thought that it w- Kicking It Tough w- was going to do better than it did. But hey, now they're great workout <laughs> shirts. Great workout shirts to sweat in and you know get, get, a, get a sweat going. Can I have so, one? Oh, you do. You have them all. And so I cut the cut the sleeves off, and I'm wearing those and sweating the, and then uh, a headband, trying to trying to but do my uh, my Baker Mayfield headband look. Can you say how you got the headband? Yeah, so all those <laughs> sleeves and shorts that I've been cutting up, because I'm a frugal guy, <laughs> been cutting them up. I did a little art arts and crafts moment, <laughs> and I'll tell you, when you're looking at your main man Bennett, all you know, 160 pounds, wearing uh, some basketball shorts and a headband and a and a shirt for a podcast that doesn't exist anymore, although I'm still paying the domain. So go ahead and check out kickingittough.com for some circa 2016 <laughs> advice from your main Solo man. Solo bargs. Uh, yeah, audio quality is suspect, but it is what it is. Or it was what it was. Yeah. So yeah, that's the second key thing is get some workout gear. What it's going to do, if you're like me, I hate spending money and then not having the value from that money. You know, you buy those shorts or you buy that shirt, you buy the headband, you buy some gear. And you buy those running shoes. Yeah. It's just like if you bought an instrument. Aren't you, don't you feel like if you bought a guitar, you'd play it? Absolutely. Yeah. So you, whatever. When you, oh, I use my workout. I wear my workout clothes the most out of anything that I own. So that's a huge uh, help for me. That yeah. that's that was that precluded me actually working out was getting workout clothes because I felt I looked in my closet and I tried to work out a little bit, you know, doing stuff in my living room, but I was wearing just like my normal yeah stuff yeah. you know i wasn't i wasn't super comfortable Confusing getting hot all to this. me yeah. long story long step two buy some workout gear step three 
is really about at least again this is just for what worked for me right is you got to get onto some sort of system some sort of method whether it's an app a youtube person that you like something something that is trackable and measured something where you can put in your data you know your health spectrum rates and it tells you to do things on this day and then tomorrow it tells you to do this stuff and then at the end of the day i've been working out five or six days a week for about 45 minutes to an hour every time wow that's it can you talk about the apps you use maybe people want to know what if, they yeah are. if they want to know what the apps they can email me oh, okay you know, I'm, I'm not going to advertise there's there's several apps there's several apps i've gone through oh, and okay. they're all very helpful in their own ways and now i've gotten to the point where i've kind of memorized their routines so it would seem like oh i don't really need the app anymore mm-hmm. but there's still like little coaches telling you what to do and throughout the routines over time they become harder and harder so at, why while they become easier you then do more and more reps or there's less of a rest time or stuff like that yeah so it kind of keeps you on your toes it kind of changes it up daily which i i need because i don't you know want to be doing the same thing every day because not only would that bore my mind but it would bore my body and my body would get adjusted and then i wouldn't see the same results yeah so you got to switch it up Get an app that you like, but really it's just the work's on you. But if you are already targeting your diet and now you got workout gear, there's a natural evolution to just starting to be more active and physical. Find something you like. Cardio, kayaking, boxing. Oh, so it's totally find, finding what find you like. Find the thing you that you it. are starting to, because I enjoy my routine. You find a routine that you like, you yeah. are, you're going to be golden. So, And then all three of those things, they kind of connect to each other. They all like the diet makes me want to work out more. Right. It's and, motivation. And to the do working good. out yeah. is going to be better through the diet. Yeah. And then, you know, having clothes on that make you comfortable while you're, you know, it's like everything kind of helps each other. So that's my three steps. We, yeah, we, we definitely treat ourselves every once in a while. Like on our anniversary, we talked about the three treats we got at 7 Eleven. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. We ate those all in the same night together so and we were just laughing and dropping pieces on the couch and getting messy (laughs) i wanted to touch on my journey with different diets i've definitely been through it in terms of like trying to lose weight quickly and trying different things that i thought would fix stuff i've always gone for runs i don't think that's ever stopped i've never like been overrunning. That's like my main thing, I think. But I have tried so many diets and I've come to the conclusion that like it doesn't work that way. And if you're going to change your habits and change the way you eat, it has to become your lifestyle or it not only won't work, but it'll backfire. And having your body fluctuate like that is not good for you. It's just so harsh on your body, like to go from eating whatever you want one day to going into Whole30 the next is a shock to your system, which is going to make it even harder for those next 30 days. And like I've done Whole30 probably three times and I've done the cabbage soup diet maybe three times, which is even more extreme. What is the cabbage soup diet? So it's a seven-day cleanse, and you basically make a giant pot of cabbage soup, which is a diuretic, is the term I learned from you. 
And what's a diuretic? <laughs> it makes you, you know, go to the bathroom. So that's cool. And <laughs> so cabbage soup basically was only like tomato sauce, like with no salt, just veggies, mainly cabbage. So this tomato-based cabbage soup every day, but every day you had something with it. So like day one is fruits only. I don't know if this is correct, but I'm just giving you examples. Day one, fruits only. Day two, veggies only. Day three, only bananas. Day four, only beef. Day five, only chicken. I can't remember what it is right now. There's, It's all online, but it was very intense and it lasted a week. And they claim that you lose 10 pounds in a week, which is so bad. Like if you're going to, I mean... Did you lose 10 pounds in a week? Uh, for my body type and where I was at at the time, I think I'm just too small to lose that much weight in that short amount of time. But close close to it. Yeah. It, it's just, I've learned so much. I've done way more research and it's not good. I mean, depending on your situation, maybe there are circumstances in which it is good. But I think that if you're just trying to lose a little bit of weight, that's not the answer necessarily. I will say that if I've wanted a cleanse that is light and makes me feel a little bit better maybe after vacation or if I'm feeling a little bit bloated for some reason, I'll make a big batch of cabbage soup, but it won't be the only thing that I eat all day. It's like just my lunch and I'll throw in like grilled chicken breast and I'll throw in black beans and other things that are just like good fats and good protein that add to it but I'll go throughout my day having the regular protein smoothie and my regular dinner of like veggies and fish or whatever so it's not just cabbage soup and then I feel really good so it's a nice meal prep you know situation but not every day all the time so there's that and then whole 30 I've done a few times which is a journey it's super hard it's basically paleo for 30 days no sugar no carbs no well certain carbs but not you know no processed foods whatsoever it's very strict in terms of like oils and butter and all of that stuff but it's it's definitely crazy in the sense that like after a couple weeks, your mind becomes very clear. There's no fog. There's there's no like hesitation. I felt like very quick, like I was on top of everything and started to feel like everything was clear and just made a lot of sense. And I think that happens when I cut sugar and alcohol and processed foods, which are all things that I'm essentially addicted to. But treat myself every once in a while. But for the most part, I think that I maintain a relatively healthy diet. There are some days that are better and some days that are worse. Right now, I'm not consistent. I'm kind of eating whatever I want. And it's it's a, it's a an okay week. I'm not, not complaining. That's fine. You know? Once you get your diet in order, you can let yourself have some fun. Yeah. Go eat a chicken tender, you know? It makes the treating yourself situation even sweeter. I let myself have what I love every once in a while, and that probably consists of everything we mentioned in last week's episode. 
the snacks episode if you heard i used to be really well i still am i'm a lazy guy I'm a lazy guy yeah but there have been times where i was i'm too lazy for my own good i'm not gonna work out so there was a time where instead of working out i was like okay a clever workaround i still want to maybe lose some weight get a little you know get ready for bikini season <laughs> so i'm gonna just like not eat as much and i learned a lot through that process both with my body and then since then to now a lot of articles i've read and youtube videos I, you know i've done done some research and it's the it's a really lousy way to go about losing weight eating less in the sense like you aren't eating meals throughout the day or like portion control or what do you mean now again i gotta preface everything i'm saying by saying i'm not an expert yeah, of course. I don't know what I'm talking Neither about. Neither of us are You experts. could YouTube it or Google it and immediately trust that random person probably more than your main man Bennett on this topic. But <laughs> it's when it comes to being within a what's called a caloric deficit, which oh. that's a term for you. Caloric Tell me about def, it. Caloric deficient deficit minus. That means you're 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 not taking as many calories. As you're burning off caloric deficit. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm like sixty percent sure I know what I'm talking uh, about right now. <laughs> a good sixty, but that's more than half. So calorie caloric, feeling, feeling you pretty know, good. feeling pretty good. The whole point is like the idea is, oh, if you exist within a caloric deficit, then you lose weight, and if you do that over time, then you lose a lot of weight. And it's like, yeah, that's there. there there's logic to that, fine. But what's way more important than just like portion control or this and that, like, and those things work for a great number of people. I th what worked for me wasn't portion control. I controlled my portions fine. And I was still drinking, still doing unhealthy things. Other times I wasn't maintained. I had no system in place. So for me, I had to put a system in place. A system is in place. And now I, I'm a beneficiary of the system. And who do I have to thank? I have my, myself to thank. So what sparked your fitness journey, I should say? That is a tough question. Not because it's a tough question to answer. It's a tough question to say out loud. Oh. The answer. Oh. Uh, well, no pressure. Well, we all, you know, because if you're, if you've ever struggled with how you, you know, view yourself, it's either what you want it to be or what you don't want it to be. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that was me for a long time. And, you know, your main man Bennett's being a little vulnerable right now. That's good. Getting, I'm gonna get a little, uh, get a little emotional, get a little vulnerable. I'm a world heavyweight champion of vulnerability right now. Whoa. So yeah, I wasn't too happy with. Uh, I saw some pictures of myself. Yeah. And then I also thought to myself, I thought to myself when I looked at myself, and I thought in my, I thought in my, my mind, you know, I don't take a lot of pictures. I just, right. I just thought about that. I don't take a lot of pictures. I'm like, why don't I take a lot of pictures? And then I noticed there's not a lot of pictures of you, boy. Like, where are all these pictures of, of me that are, you know, I, I'm married to a photographer for crying out loud. And it's Sheesh. and it's because I didn't put myself in front of a, a camera. Yeah. You know, I didn't I didn't want to be there. So being the heavyweight champion of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just didn't like what I saw. I saw my, uh, myself in some pictures and that kind of put me over the edge. I was already kind of on a long. I don't want to use the word bender because bender usually is is prescribed to uh, people that really go hard on drinking or whatever they're doing yeah so uh, i wasn't having a bender but i just had a very consistently long stretch of time where i was eating whatever i wanted whenever i wanted it 
and drinking whatever I wanted. And it was just like, it didn't matter what day it was. I didn't even know what day it was. I was like, is today Wednesday? I don't even know. So I see these pictures and I'm like, oh, damn, Bennett. That's what I, that's what I thought in my head. I'm like, when did that, when did that happen? And granted, I was really bloated and I was wearing a, an ill-fitted shirt. Some, it was an optical illusion the whole time. I was actually in great shape all these years. I was just wearing an ill-fitting shirt and it was a bad angle and the bad lighting. No, it was, I was, I was out of shape. I was overweight and I was wearing a tight shirt. So I see that picture and I'm looking like, golly, I need to do something about that. And so I did. There you go. There you go. I stopped drinking that day. Yep. And I started working out maybe a week later. And that was about six months ago. Proud of you. Which is not that long. Time moves by so fast. Yeah. And I still feel like the same guy that I was six months ago. I do. Yeah. But I just have more tools now. Everything's easier now. It's easier to get up and work out. It's easier feel, to eat healthier. Do you feel more energized throughout your day, Definitely. more awake? Do you sleep better? Like, what are the other benefits of All the above. this change? All of the above. I, I look better. I feel better. I have more endurance in life. I yeah. wake up with more energy. I mean, it's the list goes on and on and on. It just kind of goes forever. Everything, <laughs> everything's better. Today, we were carrying a really heavy bag of potting soil up the stairs from the garage it wasn't and, really heavy well i picked it up and i was like oh i got this like i've been li- i've upped my weight a little bit with my arms like lifting and stuff and i picked it up and i walked probably like i don't know 20 paces and i was like all right i'm done with this and i gave it to you and you took it by one hand and you carried it upstairs like it was nothing and i was like okay well i need to work on my upper body <laughs> Well, you've been working on that lower body strength. All right. So. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do the curls. Curls for girls, as they say. That's what she says in the curls video. Curls for girls. Speaking of video, uh, I'm going to talk about every morning I have a choice. And I'm like, all right, am I going to do a video or two or three or four? Or am I going to do a long video? Or am I going to go for a run and then do a half an hour video? There's all these different combinations in my head. And I have tried SoulCycle. I've tried yoga classes. I've tried a lot. And the thing that I like the most is workout videos on YouTube at home because I'm on my own time. I'm in the comfort of my own space. It's, you know, there's no schedule to it, which there's there can be downfalls too. But I will say that I love me some yoga with Adrienne on YouTube. I've been doing her videos for at least five years now. It's been a really long time. She's the best. She is the best. She's so, so funny and chill and just seems like a really cool person. I really love Tone It Up. Tone It Up is like the main genre of video that i watch and use it's so what is tone it up what do they do so it's two girls that do workout videos there's a whole brand around it they have a ton of followers online and we also use their protein powder that's their protein that's their protein powder Ah, did you really not know that before now no i did not okay well they make the protein powder and i I didn't know that they cornered the market on the term tone (laughs) (laughs) tone i really like the the low calorie versus the protein in it. So I love Tone It Up. Their videos are short. So I do 
two to three to four 15 minute videos of theirs. They range from 15 minutes to 20, summer 25, rarely 30. And then there's one one hour video that I really love and it's called Yoga Booty. And it's really hard. I think I like it too. It's really hard. If anyone's interested in these links or knowing exactly what they are, I am more than happy to give you that information. Sometimes I'll turn it on. I'm not even doing it. I'm just sitting there just watching it. Whatever. You feel me, guys? Oh, my God. They work so hard. It's like Uh. I I feel I'm just pooped out. Yeah. I'm just pooped. So, yeah, you see me do. You've you've walked by and been like, okay, that looks hard. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, they just have really great isolated videos geared towards either your butt your legs your back your arms your chest like everything yoga everything so i just love what they put out on youtube it's so good and i do that pretty consistently i would say more often than not five times a week if not six times a week but lately more like five the first workout video I ever did was Jillian Michaels' six-week six-pack abs. Controversial. <laughs> Her six-week six-pack abs video was and still is to this day the most effective 30-minute video I've ever found online. Mm. And I have tried Pop Sugar Fitness. I've tried pretty much everyone on YouTube that puts out videos. I've narrowed it down to my favorites and... I have found that her her six-week six-pack video is the best. So it just makes me the most sore everywhere. It's not just your abs. It is everything, and I mean everything. So it's a good total body, and I run. I'm not a crazy runner. I've done half marathons, but I'm not running, like, more than three miles. You know? It's not crazy. I may be gone for 30 to 45 minutes. Here's a question for you. Yeah. I feel like at this point of the episode, our, our dearest listener who we love like a little brother that we're feeding an after-school snack, we've, we've told them our, our transition from not working out to working out our diets and so forth. How much importance is it, any of this stuff? Like, how much would you put on it? We clearly lived lives without even thinking about it, without it, getting well, these products, without spending yeah. time at the gym. You know, we lived and were, was us in those lives any less happy or more happy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's the point of all this? More happy for me. I I feel so off when I don't work out. It's to the point where I've, I've done it so much and have maintained this consistency that when I don't do it, it is... Like, you better watch out because I am not happy. Joe Rogan has this great clip. Uh, well, he's got, I mean, got millions of great clips, right? It's Joe Rogan we're talking about. And, got, I mean, if you don't know Joe Rogan, it's okay. It's okay. But he's got a podcast. It's a pretty, pretty good one, pretty famous. Pretty good guy. He's got a whole uh, interview with this guy talking about how it's, we always feel like it's this challenge to start something new and that challenge is like so hard to get through that that's really where the challenge is but the or, or where the struggle is is the uh, this new thing you're doing but what people miss the boat on it's a great analogy i love is that once you're in it and you've been in it for even just a little while just a few weeks is all it takes it just takes a few weeks maybe a maybe a month 
but now you're in it and now david is rolling the mountain or the rock up the mountain or the icarus is flying to the so i'm going to take that again these analogies aren't working it's no longer this burden thing it's no longer this this suck or this vacuum this big challenge now you realize the truth of it the truth of it is when you burn calories when you're have the endorphins pumping when you're gaining strength in your arms or your legs or you're out in the sun getting that vitamin d running around swimming jog whatever you're doing when you do that stuff for just a few weeks you start to feel differently you start to get a feeling that you're that you you're unfamiliar with because you don't feel it or maybe you feel in these certain moments and that's something i didn't know even existed is the feeling you get from the experience over time and now i can't even imagine not working out that's the thing and it's not like it's not a burden for me that i'm like it's not a struggle for me to work out i look forward to it every single time and that's not a put on at all i i get my weights out i get my setup going i get into karate kid mode and i'm ready to kick some ass and i'm i'm feeling it baby that's the thing i didn't have before and it's like i can't even imagine my life now it's not just like it's past six months is such a short amount of time because now i'm looking at a lifetime now the rest of my life of living like this, this makes way more sense and is way yeah. easier to, to keep up with. I couldn't keep up with that other version of myself that wasn't trying to, you know, work out or do something. I look forward to it. It's probably one of the best parts of my days, to be honest. Yeah, I totally agree. I think um, it's so personal and I... I really think that it's just such a personal journey that it's, I mean, for example, I share a lot of my life online. Probably, I don't know, what would you, what would you say the percentage is? 30%. Yeah. It, so, may, it might feel or seem like more. Yeah. But it's really maybe 30%. And working out is a huge part of my life and I never talk about it. It's so personal to me and it's something that I just look forward to every day and it's something that I it's it gets to be my thing. Does that make sense? Sure. So Yeah, like I have this subconscious voice telling me even as I'm sharing my experience and like my success because I ha- I feel it's a success. You should be proud of yourself. But even even sharing the pride or the whatever, I still feel like, well, I probably shouldn't even divulge this information or share some helpful hints unless I have like just a rigged out body. Unless I'm just chiseled like a Brad Pitt circa 1999. You know, if I have that kind of physique, then I feel like, okay, now I can tell other people what they should probably do. But I don't. Yeah, And I probably never will. I'll never look like 1999 Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt doesn't even look like 1999 Brad Pitt. Actually, even 2019 Brad Pitt looks really good. Man, he looks pretty <laughs> good. Damn it. And he's like 60. Anyway. Right? He never ages. But yeah, you, guys, you just have to find the thing that you're yeah. into that happens to make you sweat. And just fall deeper and deeper in love with it. Right. And spend more and more time. And just also remember, it's just about stacking up chips. If It's not about doing 20 push-ups. It's about doing five push-ups every day. Because by the end of the week, the guy that did 20, he did 20. But by the end of the week, you did uh, math says more. Yeah. More math. You yeah. did more math than him or her. So you did more. 
overall. Yeah. See? See what I did? <laughs> that's some that's math advice also. I will say that the people that I look up to the most are the ones that are just confident in their own skin and they just rock it whether they work out or not. Like that's who I look up to. But for me it's like the the goal is to have a feeling of strength and feeling light is something that I just like the feeling of. Like I feel small, but I know that there are certain things that I can improve upon and, you know, free weights will help me get there. (laughs) Well, that's the important thing too, is it doesn't matter kind of where you're at. Yeah. Like we're probably talking to people that don't work out. We're probably talking to people that do work out all the time and they work out hella hard baby and yeah go go for it girlfriend but it doesn't matter yeah at the end of the day you're living your own life and we all get to decide on a daily basis what's important to us that's what's so awesome about life in general you can always just turn the corner on what they say tuesday i mean tuesday why not today yeah buy some running shoes if you feel a certain kind of way go buy some running shoes see what happens maybe you might go for a walk find find the thing that you don't mind doing that gets you out into the world start doing more of that yeah that's the other big part for me was just getting out in the world more i feel like i've been out in the world more and i love that and i and i think about like i was probably out in the world before as well yeah but i didn't feel like i feel now i have a question for you mm-hmm. if you worked a 9 to 5 job in an office and you did for the majority of last year i did And, you know, prior to that, when would you do the workout that you're doing now? It's a very legitimate question. And I... Or how would you make time for that hour-long workout now? Because you have a very flexible schedule. I would do it as soon as I got home from work. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to... You think you'd be up for it? I don't want to do it before work because then you're one of those people that are waking up at 4, 5 a.m., and I'll tell you, I follow some of these people. I appreciate yeah. these people. I look up to these people. I have never been, nor will I most likely ever be, someone that wakes up at 4 or 5 a.m. to get on an elliptical. It's just not in, it's not in my DNA. May, but hey, over, I've, I've changed a lot over the past six months, six months from now. Maybe I'll be like, hey, guys, you may have been back here and again at 4 a.m. on the treadmill because this is the only time I can do it. I totally get that. The The truth of the matter is find out the time that you can do it and do it. Yeah. When's the time? If you don't have any time to do something that you know is important to you, then you need to take a look at the clock and maybe throw it out the window. Because well, life life isn't all just a balancing act against the clock. you got to f- take time to do the things that are good for you when you know they're good for you, whether you want to do it or not. doesn't really matter. I want to say that my mom works in an office and her days range from eight to 10 hours, depending on the time of year. She takes half of her lunch and goes on a power walk slash run with her friends at work. And that's how she gets in her, her like movement. You know what I mean? I'll say Such too, a good like, role model. Well, yeah. That, well, and some some jobs out there are very active jobs. Yeah, she has to sit at a desk. Actually, she has like a supportive, like special chair that I want to get. Do you know what ter- chair that is? No, what's that? She like sits on her shins, 
and leans into this. I'll have to ask her what it is and get the link because it's really <laughs> cool. And it's supposed to be really good for you. So when I worked my concrete job, I'd be drenched in sweat. Yeah. I'd come home. I'd be exhausted. Oh, you'd be so sore. And then you crack a beer and you start drinking beer because it was such a hard day. Yeah. That's what I did. Yep. And it was just, man, I remember that feeling of being sore, back, butt, your legs, your face, your feet, other parts of your body are as, yeah. as well. The train is sore. I'm sore. And I'd complain about being sore, too. But I never, uh, during that time, my diet was so upside down. Yeah. Daily, I was eating whatever the F I wanted. It didn't. I didn't even think about it. It didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. I think that's just another sign of and that's getting, fine. getting older, too. Well, you should eat whatever you want if you want to. It just depends on if you're okay with the outcome or not. That's true. You know? Yeah. Like, if you can eat whatever you want and you still feel great, like, I'm jealous, you know? Same. Because I feel like crap when I eat crap. I think I didn't care about the consequences. Yeah. And now that I'm, you know, I'm 31, the consequences get worse over time. Oh, yeah. The consequences of the... of of getting too drunk right or around spicy food it's like yeah. wait a minute i used to love <laughs> all this and now depending like, eh. on your body type and whatever right around 27 28 it just all starts to go downhill like everything is more shocking to your body you you start to feel like death after everything and it just it changes and your body starts to change right around that time sometimes earlier for some people but for I'll, me it was 27 ish i'll tell you one one other thing uh in terms of my experience of like working out and like a big motivator for me yeah and because you need you need motivators like this couldn't totally. I, I can't just get up and do what i'm doing i know i'm making it sound like easy and to me it it is easy but it's only because I have so many motivating factors what? that make it make it easier for me on a daily basis. But I think the number one motivating factor for me is just this overall sense that when I'm an old man, when I'm an old guy, when I'm in my 60s and 70s, which is what I consider to be old man status, okay. mid 60s, mid 70s, I want to be very comfortable with fitness very familiar with working out very comfortable with spending the same same kind of vibe that i'm doing now i'm not doing this so that i look good now i could care less about how i look i really do because i feel like i've always looked good <laughs> i was i've always been like hey looking at you looking at me here's looking at you all right Barks. you know but now <laughs> do i look better you're damn right i look better but it's all that's all aesthetics that's mm -hmm. all whatever who cares about that i mean i care little you know, we're all human. But at the end well, of the day, for like, being honest, everyone's only really looking at themselves. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? And so there's, you know, do I, the, I like the progress yeah. side. And progress is progress, no matter how small. That was one of the yeah. first things I read six months ago. And that was huge because I really stuck to that. I love that one. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to change how I look today. I'm yeah. not going to change how I feel today. But today I did this. Today I did that. Today I did this. And then, hey, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to do it again. Yep. And then all of a sudden cut to now and it's like, oh, it's just like, the, it's like anything. It's when it starts, it seems impossible. And then you, some time goes by and it's not only possible, it's probable, it's likely, it's done. So now it's in the rear view. Yeah. And now you're like, okay, what do I do with now? What now would I do? Well, now I think you work harder. 
you know, now I think you open up a, a business, you know, now I think you just keep on going for that next bigger thing because that's what life's all about. But uh, the big motivating factor to me was definitely looking into my own future and wanting to be cozy with working out. And I could see if I kept doing what I was doing, living the way I was living, you know, it doesn't take a math, a math uh, guy to crunch the numbers. Yeah. And I would have been very unhappy. And it wouldn't be unhappy. Well, yeah, it would just been unhappy. I've been ha- unhappy person in general. You know, wouldn't have been uh, in any sort of shape. Would right. have been more of a, a hexagon. Hmm. It would have been like a hexagonal type shape and just unhealthy. And it's like, I'd like to have a kid one day. Why, why would I even think that I could be a father to a kid? You know, all these things, they all, it's like a tapestry of thoughts. Why do I think I could do that if I can't even do a, you know, 20 push-ups? Hmm. Right? So, and it's all, all Pretty those sure ideas wrapped up. Well, it's, that's just what makes you happy and there's so many like well i see this 78 year old guy that did a plank for like an hour and i'm like you gotta be kidding me man gotta be kidding i want to be that guy i want to be 78 and planking i want to be on the the senior citizen softball team i'm sure you do barks oh and i will okay i wish i could be on it right now i would kill i would dominate i probably not even actually i take that back i'd be still probably the worst person on the team (laughs) true to form (laughs) True to you, main man Bennett. Uh, I'll be in the stands with Randall and Clarice. Randall? Shout out to Randy. And Clarice. So whenever we talk, whenever we like mention our future kids, we say the most random names. Like we say oh, that. Oh, those were names of our kids. Yeah. Okay. Who did you think? Just random friends I, yeah, I, just, I met? I just, we met some cool old lady and cool old guy, Randy. But isn't, aren't those examples of names we would use for future kids, but as a joke? Yeah, they are. You know what I mean? they are. Anyway, before we wrap it up, I wanted to say that if you are looking to start something or get into a new routine or start meal prepping, go easy on yourself, take it slow, ease into it, and do what you can at first. And I like I've been there with like starting up again. It sucks. It's hard. I've had multiple photo shoots in a week where I had to wake up, you know, a couple hours before, get my workout in, go shoot for nine or 10 hours, come home, make a good dinner. Like, it's not easy for everyone. I know everyone's schedule is different. So just be kind to yourself and you can do it. And something my brother told me six about six months ago, once the trains left the station, it's moving. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant. I get it, but I get it. I get one an object. Slowest book in the room. An object in motion stays in motion. It's a fact, and an object at rest stays at rest. Yeah, it's it's just that simple. I almost failed physics, by the way. When you (laughs) when you get something going, it doesn't feel like it's going at first. You won't even know until it's Mm. all it's already going. It's already moving, and you're a couple. You're a few weeks in. Oh yeah, it may take weeks. weeks to notice. And you're gonna have bad days. I. You're gonna have days where it's like I want to eat that or I don't feel like working out, or I feel sick, you're going to have adequate excuses, especially if the, this is like for me, if you're if you're doing this new thing. I had so many excuses when I first started working out to not work out. You know, maybe well, I went too hard yesterday. Maybe I'm a little sore today. Being sore is normal. You know, I, I'm, I would never recommend, don't go overdo it. But yeah. being a certain level of sore, especially if you're out of shape like me, it's normal. You got to break down some walls, you know. 
But so you don't overdo it, though. Ariel is absolutely right. You don't want to overdo it. Do it at your own pace. But as long as you can make a pace and start feeling that progress is happening, you're making some slight adjustments here and there. Now you're on you're on the track and the train's left the station. So now you're going. Once the train's off and running, you are already headed to your destination. And you can't stop it. It's already going. Same analogy, though. If you do stop altogether, it's hard to get a train to start again. Yeah. So instead of starting and stopping, it's like, make it easier. If you find that you keep on going back on yourself, make the process even easier. Oversimplify it. Yeah. Take away the distractions. Also, I wanted to mention someone who I've really been enjoying on YouTube lately. And she's she's been in the game forever, but I just found her. Whitney Simmons on YouTube and on Instagram. She is so cute, so such a light and so motivating. And she has really great grocery food hauls and um, just like healthy meal ideas. And I've really been enjoying her stuff. So if you are in the mood for like to, you know, st- like start on Monday kind of feeling like I would really suggest her channel. It's really cute and awesome. So Whitney Simmons, super cute. Whitney Simmons, super cute. YouTube. Yeah. And I think that that about wraps her up. That, I could go on forever. We'll probably have a part two. That about wraps it up yeah. for now. For now. For now on for this now. week's episode of the All About It podcast. Maybe back in here again. I was going to say, obviously, it would be great if you could take a moment, give us a rating or review on the iTunes uh, podcast area where ratings and reviews take place and are very important to that uh, that, that sort of thing. To everyone who's left a review, thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Bottom of the bottom. The other thing, too, is if you have any questions about, like, you know, what we've talked about on this episode, for instance, what apps either I'm using or that Ariel is using, or if you want some meal prep guidelines, I mean, we, we're in it. We meal prep. We got I great so dinner ideas. We eat, we eat tremendously healthy. Yeah. And then when we go out, we pig out and do whatever whatever the hell we want. Hell yeah. I that's, mean, that's what it's all about. I also, just really quick, just really quick, I have to throw this in. We do not eat perfect all the time. We have, you know, I have certain days where I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I am so freaking sore today. I'm going to give my body a break. And we are not perfect in any way. (laughs) It's about creating a new normal. Yeah. And our new normal is, you know, cauliflower rice. And I say that as if I wish that I had known about cauliflower rice years ago it's amazing appreciate you cauliflower rice you know the cauliflower guys they were they thought back in early 2000 they're like you guys i think we're in trouble <laughs> you know no one really cares about cauliflower but now 2019 going into 2020 cauliflower's never been stronger that's right they're having like what kale had uh, you know a few years back where kale really came on strong yeah now kale is here to stay baby cauliflower right there you want yeah. cauliflower pizza cauliflower rice it's like rice is about to get put out of business. I'm sorry, cauliflower gnocchi at Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. the frozen. It's the same. Holy. It's better, actually. I think yeah. it, I think it's got a better texture. It's so good. It's got a nicer texture. It's still very pillowy. Everyone says that it's not great when they make it, and I make it, and it's fine. I think it's great. Yeah. But then we'll again, see. I haven't had any gnocchi in a long time. Gnocchi. Thank you for listening. We love you guys, and we will see you next Tuesday. Until next time. Bye.